Welcome back. Hi there, ho there, neighbor. Hello. <laughs> to another lovely episode of Let's Discuss. And we're discussing back, things neighbors. that are perfectly acceptable in group situations. Absolutely. <laughs> Always. Always. Like WandaVision. Everything else was discussed before. <laughs> before we turn the mics on. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> to cleanse the palate. <laughs> but yes, thank you for joining us once again as we uh, discuss uh, WandaVision. I, why can't it be Vision Wanda? Because it's WandaVision. Because it's like television. That's the theme. Well, Wanda is like the... Uh, now I yes. finally understand after all these weeks. It's like, it's like a sitcom. Why can't it be called Agnes? Agnes Maybe we'll get a spin It should be called Agnes. Blame Agnes. Agatha's or Blame Wanda. Aggie. Yeah. Yeah. Blame Aggie. I want to watch that WandaVision show. colon. It was Agnes all along. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that might be a little bit of a spoiler? You know that that song is... Colon? Oh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. You know that song yeah, is so trending on iTunes? Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Here is your spoiler alert before we go any further. Oh, I mean, by the way. Spoilers. Well, it wasn't like, really Agnes all along because Wanda did like the whole thing yeah, yeah it was actually Wanda all it was it was Wanda all along but I mean like that's what it really should be Wanda all along the hijinks were Agatha yeah it was actually Agatha Wait, Vision she fed into the whole sitcom by whoa the she was sleeping with Vision behind Wanda's back whoa hijinks is such a cooler word than wait Agnes was I kind of tuned out there for a second literally saying that there are jinx but they're highbrow but if there's so, a low jinx, is there like a mid jinx? There's a low jinx. Pretty sure that came from like an alternate humor. dimension <laughs> version of it's Wanda. Really bad potty humor and Speaking of alternate history. dimensions, let's go ahead and go around and <laughs> introduce ourselves before we jump into this little discussion. Okay, I'll do that. I'll be Dan. <laughs> I wanted to be for tonight. Just for tonight. I wanted to be Tony. That works out. Tomorrow he should be Tony. I'll be Dan. You act like me. No, nope. I'll be John. I got to go play. first, so I'm Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also have. Uh, my name is John, and I'll be it's playing John. Not one of his <laughs> yeah. He is John. Yeah, yeah he it's is. Just John. It's not John the anything. <laughs> John the McClay. Mm-hmm. John the McClay. <laughs> That is correct. I'm Jessica. <laughs> I'll be Tony, I guess. All the good parts were already taken. Oh. I'm Laura. I'm I'm just Laura. So. Just Laura. Just Laura. Laura the Violet. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It was right. Violet all along. It was Violet all along. <laughs> it really was Violet all along. <laughs> um. I'm Quinn. My uh, career began the day I decided I deserved higher billing than Robert Downey Jr. And now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, don't get me started on that. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a different rabbit hole. <laughs> yes, and I am Scott. I will be the lovely little moderator for this. You are lovely. <laughs> I'd have to say that there's probably a probability that there is a realm out there where... How- <laughs> 
Terrence Howard was a better actor as War Machine, but that's, <laughs> but that's not Don the Don only Cheadle's with him. better though. What? Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle's way better. I like. Oh. Don Cheadle was Captain Planet. Terrence Howard looked like Forrest Whitaker. He was. <laughs> if you go and Google that, you will not be sorry. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm just saying, Captain America can still go flame on. I mean, some people get to do multiple things. And, hey, Terrible. let's not forget about Killmonger. Oh. I did. What? <laughs> Killmonger trained with uh, Rocky to learn how to fight before he joined Wait, the Wait, are you talking about Superman? I saw that movie. Wait, I thought we were talking about WandaVision. Oh, WandaVision. Wow. Right. We're on point. Wow. We can always trust John McClane to keep us on point. And Killmonger comes into the conversation later. True. It does. He's so, done part of the magic is <laughs> He was the cameo. Part of the future of the MCU. We'll see, right? He may have been the cameo at the end of WandaVision. Speaking of which, but they cut it they knew let's go it. ahead and <laughs> let's go with the first topic here. Let's go with our initial impressions, you know, going into the show. Going first into episode? the show. Just wherever you start at. If you're starting the first three or first two or first five. You waited. Yeah, I was watching as it came out, so I watched the first two back-to-back uh, because uh, they were released together. Uh, it's interesting, uh, side note, the reviewers who were reviewing the show before it was released actually got the first three episodes. And uh, it actually does make sense to give them the first three because the mm-hmm. third episode kind of makes the other two make a little bit more sense. Right. But uh, I grew up um, watching uh, old like uh, sitcoms like that. And uh, when I first started watching WandaVision, and I think it was about maybe five minutes into it, I was thinking, are they, are they just going to do a whole episode? And like, I, I didn't know what to think about it, except that that is the most ballsy thing that uh, the MCU has ever done, or really any production uh, in recent uh, history that I could think of. And I was like, if they do this, then... Just by that alone, I want to give them props. Yeah, uh, every now and then a TV show will like do like in and out sort of flashbacks, or they'll try to do like a show that mimics another show. But this is the first yeah, time they never go full was. sitcom. Yeah, you know, it really was you never go full sitcom. Show. Yeah, you never go full sitcom. But they did it, and uh, I was you know it could have blown up in their face too. Um, and so I was watching it, and I enjoyed it for what it was, and and then had those interesting little Twilight Zone moments kind of like uh, spliced into it. Um, not enough for my taste at the time. And, and so I was like, you know, it's not that I didn't like it. I loved it, but I wanted more. And I think in part that was on purpose because I wanted more. Um, and, and that's the way WandaVision works. You're just like, oh, that was kind of good. I want more. Mm-hmm. And so you watch another show. That, that was kind of good. I want more. Give me more. Well, what's it all really about? Yeah. And where's it going and all that stuff. Well, that was yeah, keep the subscription too. model somehow. <laughs> yeah, like the well, little, the little like bl- things. Whenever she would do something, and it had all the little sparkles or whatever. That was what you. That were, was no. Yeah. That was actually. I, I grew up also watching old sitcoms. My favorite was actually Dick Van Dyke Show mm-hmm. and Mary Tyler Moore. They actually got Dick Van Dyke to like. Uh, those were parts on that as well. Yeah, like she showed that, and um, I loved what those were. My favorite things to do because uh, I got the room with the TV. Uh, my sister got the a bedroom and I got the living room uh, couch which gave me a TV so I got to watch Nick at Night 
Oh, yes, I watched that. And so I got to watch all those classic TV shows. I really liked them, and I liked the way that this perfectly synthesized that uh, feeling. But uh, Before I get carried away, Dan, what was your initial... We skipped you. I personally also grew up... I didn't really watch uh, Dick Van Dyke as much as was Bewitched, Bewitched yeah. and Bewitched. I Dream of Genie. Yeah. I was big on those, and this played into those so much that I actually ended up going back and watching Bewitched again. <laughs> I love the magic episode. I thought that was uh, yeah. perfect Bewitched right there, Absolutely. where she's trying to hide the fact that she's real, she's using real magic. And honestly, I've talked to several people that watched the first two episodes and went, yeah, this isn't for me. And walked away. The fool. Yeah. Foolish fools. And they didn't realize that in the third episode is where they go ahead and explain how this is all important. How this all fits. Mm-hmm. Fourth it's episode. not just a sitcom. Yeah. You gotta go four well, in and then if you don't like it after four well, in, three then was good, walk though. away. Three was when I started to be hooked. Three and was then technical. four was when mm-hmm. it was like, oh. You know, since yeah. four is what you really need to really get the idea of what's yeah. behind it all, like where it's going. And oh, then, was it all the way to four? Before? Yeah, yeah. And then after four, if you don't, if you're not into it after the fourth episode, you could just walk away from me. You're not gonna like the rest of it. You probably you haven't know. liked any of the Marvel movies. It's fair. Well, yeah. that's fair for most. Shows. You just like, read the cliff you're not notes. In it by episode four, walk away. Yeah. Yeah. But you're probably yeah, a boring my, old. My takeaway was it was very good on the nostalgia front. It built off of old nostalgia for shows that I already knew I loved. So I was going to come back regardless, as long as they kept playing into the old shows that I loved. See, I feel like I've had this conversation with McClay like every time, like on long car rides. Well, then you should be very well versed in what to say. Yeah, I mean, on all the wrong theories. Yeah, I, mean, I, feel, I feel like I feel like I feel like like we'll Dan, Tony, and John got the advantage because you know they're old. And <laughs> we've actually seen shows. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. like, you I, didn't I grew, grew up on YouTube in Mind Blocks. I, what? I didn't grow up on you YouTube. What? I, YouTube didn't come out until I was about early teens, mid teens. I grew up with Nickelodeon hey. and, you know, Cartoon Cartoon Fridays and stuff like that. We had to actually read magazines. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I had books. Um, mad. <laughs> all mad. But, like, I'm, I'm aware of, like, shows like, you know, Bewitched yeah, I'm aware and Dream Maker. Like, I loved I Love Lucy. Like, I, I oh, remember yeah. Ball. Um, Ball Friday nights awesome. at my aunt's, you know, Nick and I, if I stayed up that late and watching, like, I Love Lucy and stuff like that. But I, like, I really dig retro stuff altogether. So when I saw the idea for one, I was like, I'm going to like this show. Like, I don't even care if the story was good. Like, I just like the whole retro aspect of it. Yeah. Not all the members of the audience agree. So I'm about that. that actually does describe it pretty well, the first couple. I know a lot of people, too, that walked away from the first uh, two episodes. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, look, just watch the next two. And then yeah. if you don't like it, it's understandable. Walk away. If not, you're going to hate yourself for it. How about just watch the series? And if you like it, like it. And if you don't like it, then I don't know who you are. <laughs> I had people that didn't like it. Because they didn't understand what was happening and it was a mystery to them. Yeah. And I was like, that's precisely like, why everyone is into this. It's not like at that point, it's like, it's not the show you don't like, you just like being spooked for the answers. Yeah, As yeah. an avid, you know, conspiracy theorist, uh, <laughs> I look for conspiracies everywhere, usually evolving around Loki. That's next so guy. I love the mystery aspect of the show. Like, 
that's that's what kept me coming back is mm-hmm. I wanted to know why like why sitcoms of all things she could have done why sitcoms why is Stein stepping and why people? is like who is that falafel <laughs> guy in the middle of the city square. <laughs> Well, I love that connection it's that we find lucky. out. I had that theory, and I was like, no, I love the connection that okay. we find out later about that being her. Yeah, see, but yeah. what did Violet? Oh, got a hand raised. So, <laughs> I did not grow up watching like black and white TV of any kind. I grew up watching like reruns of Fresh Prince of Bel Air and stuff like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. but that's still a sitcom. <laughs> but um, one thing that it did remind me of that I watched a lot when I was younger was the movie what was it i think it's called pleasantville yes toby Toby mcguire and that was one thing that really struck me is that of course everything's in black and white it's this old timey tv show and then you have a pop of color yeah at the Mm -hmm. end and i'm like okay they're doing pleasantville okay let's do this i'm i'm here for it so i remember so me my initial uh, impressions like i knew to set up going into it so knowing that, you know, they're basically going to go through the ages of the sitcoms, I was like, I was expecting, I was like, okay, watch the first couple, and then it's going to start getting, you know, kind of more towards the modern and start making more sense, you know. Okay. But I did enjoy watching each one and looking for the little tidbits that wore the MCU, you know, yeah. because the whole, they did it really well and then how they brought you into each of them as its own separate episode. Like you're watching a separate sitcom and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, this is actually connected to the previous episode, yeah. you know, and they did a good job in that. And so that's what I was looking for. And uh, I also grew up watching the different uh, sitcoms and everything. I remember the Andy Griffith show, actually, that went black and white. And then also later when it was in color, yeah. Yeah. I watched those oh, I don't as well. Andy Andy I also Griffith watched uh, Matlock. Enjoy yeah. that. That was a great show. You know? Just like Bewitched. About um, Mama's House. Uh, Love Mama's yeah. House. Mama's Family. And uh, Mama's what, was, family, yeah. what was that one? Uh, Murder, She Wrote. <sighs> Murder yeah, She Wrote was pretty yeah. good. I did like that one. Murder She well, Wrote. Only her uh, name was I can't believe she killed all those well, I people. I think the main point, though, is that this this represented Americana. Yeah. It started at the beginning of TV production. It went through the ages and then ended where production is at now, which is everything is the MCU. Yeah. I did <laughs> not go nice into man. this knowing that it was going to be, that it was going to eventually get into color or whatever. I just kind of went into it blind, which is kind of how. That's the best way to go right. into things. Exactly. But I'm watching it with him. So he's, he's like, oh, I know what that helicopter symbol means or whatever it is. So like he, he knows what things mean. Basically, so I, I get, just go, oh, and then get real quiet because I hate talking during <laughs> shows. I don't like people asking questions. I don't want to give you too much well, you married I the wrong person. I ask a million there. questions. And Coke, of course, she turns and says, did you just grunt? <laughs> what, is, what, does what, does what does that mean? What does that mean? Did you, did you see something? something? <laughs> yeah, so. oh, oh, nothing. It was a helicopter. Uh, uh, babe, uh, nothing. Yeah, I didn't know Which, any of that. That actually brings me into the next topic, the beekeeper guy, by the way. Yeah. Remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah, that was very interesting. So the next topic, Ember. the no. conspiracy theory surrounding WandaVision. Okay, so let's go around and start with Dan over here and tell us with those the conspiracy theories that you have heard and the ones that maybe you think were true and then turned out not to be, but also some of those that may still be. Uh, I think the biggest one, especially relating to the beekeeper, was somebody was pointing to AIM because of the hive. Like the 
hexagons. The, way the helmet looks. The, the hexagons suit. on the wall, on their symbol and everything. And they somehow ended up not being involved in this at all. That I can tell. Unless they're in sword somehow, which would make sense. I mean... So Maybe that, Wanda knows things that we don't know. Now, technically, the only time that there has ever been a Hayward in Marvel was in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There was a Brian Hayward, and he was a member of HYDRA. And now we have this Tyler Hayward, who's a total DB, if you know what I mean. If you don't, then... Um, decibel? PG-13. Down below? He, he was a decibel. Database? Yeah. He uh, was very loud. Yeah, a, a dumb bloke. Um, anyway, my theory would be that maybe they're related. Maybe Hydra's still related. Maybe AIM, Hydra, all that can funnel in together in some way. There have been many things where SOAR or other organizations were comprised of the remaining individuals who didn't stop being good at giving in their resumes. Like, what are you good at? Biochemical engineering. What's your, you know, what's your resume say? Well, I helped blow up the world with Hydra once. Oh, you're you're good at it. Hired. <laughs> yeah, hired, you know. Just saying. I, um, well, I mean, technically these aren't conspiracy theories because there's no conspiracy. Uh, true. Yeah, they're just theories uh, about, you know, predictions for what we think is going to happen. They're but they do illustrate uh, conspiratorial thinking in that you're seeing patterns – that don't exist because that's the way your brain works. It seeks out patterns and and finds them where they don't exist. And you, we saw a lot of this with WandaVision. And uh, one of the things I want to mention was, uh, I mentioned it in the talk before we start recording, uh, was that Ryan Johnson warned us about this type of like uh, thing where you get a fan base that are so like obsessed with something and trying to figure it out that they somehow ruin it for themselves when their theory doesn't play out the way they wanted it to. So what you're saying is MCU fans are their own worst enemies? They can be. Now, you can't just let know, it all wash over you. There are a lot of people that have gotten disappointed in the MCU from that, though, because I think that uh, Kevin Feige and his entire team have done a really good job of putting together what you want to see, but at the same time, so much connected to so many core storylines from the original runs of things that you're going to be satisfied in some way, shape, or form. If if you go see Captain America Civil War, you might not like one facet of it, but you'll love so many different parts of it that it's okay that this didn't pan out the way that you thought it could have. Yeah. So it, there's like a satisfaction factor in almost everything where it's going to hit you from some angle. And they're master storytellers. So like, you know, whatever story they choose, whether it be your uh, theories version of it, uh, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be satisfying. Well, I think that's part of it. Part of the fun, too, is guessing and trying to yeah, figure it is. out. Yeah, And that was definitely a part of it. Right I do right. that with every show. Just yeah. whenever I'm watching a show, you know, as it progresses. Yeah. You know, I'm just sitting there looking at the details they're given. I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, okay, I think this is how it's going to go. Like, yeah. this. Like, no, no, this is not really the killer. I mean, that's I too do obvious that that's the we've killer. Seen it's got to be somebody crazy. else behind the scenes I haven't seen yet, you know? And then as I watch the show, I like to see whether I was kind of on the right path or not, you know? And it's just, it's, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my mom 
hates it whenever I sit and watch Hallmark movies with her. Because in the first three minutes, I go, oh, he's going to end up with her. And that's, well, yeah, that's, that, that's going to be the... You can the, tell by the title. That's the Hallmark that's movie Hallmark. formula. It's like yeah. a, that's what Hallmark even means. Like, this is the Hallmark of things. Like, you know it's a Hallmark moment. Anyway, getting away from Hallmark. The, the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, the AC, HCU. Let's talk about the uh, the MCU formula. Yeah. I, I, the theory I wish really that had come true was... Hallmark I, don't know, into... I, think, I think that the great thing that they really did here was they tricked you into cons- conspiring. Yes. So they, they hooked you into watching yeah, Conspiring well, theories. Yeah. They get you sitting there and they get you going, okay, is this going to be the high evolutionary? Is this going to be Mephisto? Mephisto. Is this going to be, uh, is Doctor Strange going to show up? And then all of a sudden you get punched in the gut by this really sentimental moment with like Vision saying some profound thing about grief. And you're like, well, who the hell told me I was allowed to start crying? I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking about this other thing for a moment. Like it, it tricked you. It tricked you into like worrying a whole lot about like these ex- excess e- uh, details. But then, in retrospect, that was what the show was going to be about all along was her grief. So it was right. like really we knew that was what we were dealing with. We just didn't know how but they were we, going to do it. Just like with grief, we chose not to look at that for a second. We thought about all this other stuff oh, you know, that could entertain us. That's a good and point. then at the end, it is all about the grief, and it all punches you in the gut, and it is real. It's all Wanda. And it makes you feel it. It was Wanda. But, I mean, yeah. It was, it, was it was Wanda all along. It was Wanda all along. This show really made me um, discussions I like uh, Vision. A lot. That's what I think. I, yeah, me too. What would you two over here? I mean, theories. I wouldn't say. Can, so, whenever I try to get into a new show, I try to stay off the internet and try to avoid topics about it because I like to be surprised. But, like, again, long car rides with John over here. And I had theories. Speed. I had lots of theories. I am now convinced <laughs> that whenever he's not here, he's on the ground floor with Kevin Feige and them. Helping write the MCU. There were some hits and misses. Well, he works for Disney. He did write that Star Wars movie. He knew exactly how it was going to end. He's been working for Disney like all along ever since Disney started. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They thawed me out. He goes to work like 10 years ago. That's where he says in VR for eight hours, he's actually where they're with Disney. He's on a board conference based on his theories about Mephisto. Like, I don't think they necessarily handed it to us on a silver platter but i like i really think that's the direction they're going with it well there is something i would say about mephisto specifically as regards to mcu he's a devil uh he is the devil and that's the problem with the chinese market and so there's a there's a likelihood that they're not going to use him because they want the money from the chinese market because they're not allowed to show anything supernatural yes anything like Except we've already seen things that are supernatural and dark. Well, yeah. Well, Thanos is not. That's cosmic. Okay, but you know. we just saw witches in Salem. That is true. So that's probably Book of the devil. But this probably won't air on their version. Yeah, this is the TV show. Version. The movies well, make... I will say that a yeah. lot of the Asian market in general, they don't have the devil. So, like... They have demons, which are right, even but evil it's like, things. What is, They're just what animals. What is the devil? Like, that's not... It's not, not something else. Well, then they should stop... Buying all of our horror movies that have the devil in it. Well, not, I'm not saying uh, that's not okay. What? <laughs> okay. Back to the theory yeah. of Mephisto. Um. 
not my theory. <laughs> okay. You'd have, you'd have to get the, <laughs> the cork board and the, you know, the, the, yarn the flash card. The yeah, with the... For, with There's a lot of things pointing to Mephisto yeah, but, in that show. There is, yes. It's about about a thirty minute drive to his his place from here, and that's that's a lot of critical thinking. And if you're if you're quiet, you just let him go. Like you learn a lot <laughs> listening to McClay. Like, yeah. Get, oh goodness, it's great. <laughs> does he never talk back to you? No, he does. He, he makes like a, a comment. It feels like, like he doesn't talk. It feels like a commercial for McClay. Yeah. <laughs> he's the professor, though, right? But why don't you tell us some of the things he shared? Vote like, McClay. What were some of his theories that you heard? I think we just heard it from McClay. Here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of them. So like, like with Agatha, like yes. he was like, "Oh, she's a." Uh, Ag- I can't remember what was her fake name. Was it? She just go by Agnes. 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 Yeah, she's like, she's like, "Oh, Agnes, that's obviously Agatha." And like, Agatha he was, Harkness. Yeah, he's like going on this long tangent about it, and it's like. Maybe you're right, John. And then he is right. And I'm like, oh, I just caught that. Yeah. They just took the end, the beginning of the end. Yeah. And they just cut out the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. But see, I had a theory. I wonder how they got Agnes. With Mephisto. Where? That's where I was. Well, like, so Agnes keeps referring to Ralph, right? And you never see Ralph. Yeah. And then she says her anniversary is a certain date. And that's the date of, like, the Salem witch trials. So I'm like, maybe Ralph is Mephisto. You know, but like her master. And then, and yeah. then you have the whole scene where he refers to the kids he does work for as Disney. little devil spawns. And yeah. then that's when your whole yeah, yeah. Mephisto thing. I remember hearing that. I was like, <gasps> John was right. Yeah, he was like, uh, he told them to like uh, unleash like hell moment, demon spawn or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that a lot, they were nodding to things and they were like uh, giving a lot of red, uh, uh, red herrings. And uh, I think all that was on purpose. And it's hard to, like, with a show like this. Scarlet herrings? Yes, yeah, scarlet <laughs> herrings. It's hard to nod to something, like, say, from the comics. And then also, at the same time, to foreshadow. Because you can't tell the difference between foreshadowing, true foreshadowing, and a nod to, like, say, um, Wonder Man's brother. Exactly. Right? Well, and, and at the same time, it's... you don't, Comic book... People are always saying, "I want to, I want to just go in the movie theater and I want to see exactly what I read already." But you don't. You no. want to be entertained. You want to be surprised. It's you a want different to see medium. The spirit of the characters come to life, and I think that that's what they've done a lot of. They've always done very well at that. But at the same time, that's got to be the constant challenge, especially especially with doing these uh, these types of shows. How do I continue to tie in so much information for, especially with characters like? Uh, Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, and, and Vision, there's not a whole lot... Yes, they were existing characters for a very long time, but as far as dedicated storyline material, there is not a whole lot that you're going to get there. It's so, going to actually play today and the way it played then. and Right. Also, the, all the retconning, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, and at that point in time, you'd have to say, okay, well, both of those children are a piece of the soul of the devil himself, and he made a contract with... Scarlet Witch that she could have but even that was a, a retcon later on after they took the kids away so how much of it do you take how much of it do you see you can't play that through as it was as comic book people sometimes say they want to see happen because that would be the most chaotic bumble yeah. 
Well, I saw. I said the same thing with uh, Infinity War in regards to Thanos. The way they changed his character made it like a good, a compelling character. Like his motivation in the comics was he just wanted to impress Death because he was in love with her, and that was it. Uh, and it was he goes pretty and lame. Beats up a whole bunch of people we don't care yeah. about. And in the movies, he is has like uh, reasoning behind what he's doing, you know. And there's there's like he's not just evil. He thinks he's doing right by the universe. Well, they made a really cool hero out of him and villain. It was a very complex character, which was the answer to all the times people said, "Well, the Marvel movies." just have really sucky villains. They're very hollow. They're very 2D. So he was a great answer to that, and and they made a good character of that. But, I mean, like, Infinity War was basically the Thanos quest storyline. Oh, yeah. Him going yeah. to find the stones. And instead of him running off and beating up a guy named the Champion who lives out on a rock somewhere and randomly getting these stones within 50 pages... They made it compelling. They made it interesting to us. They made it about characters we can love. And now so many of those characters are tied to that. Uh, for instance, Wanda and Vision both completely tied to the Mind Stone. Um, and so much of this show went over what that means. When you saw her in the movies, you said, okay, cool, she sneezes red crap and stuff blows up. You know, like... Yeah, they really developed her character a they lot. They developed very much who she is in this, what the effect of those experiments were. This would be like watching Wolverine show up in an X-Men movie, pops some claws, beats the bad guy. Cool. And then you watch a show where you find out, yeah, but Weapon X really sucked. And yeah. going through that really sucked. This gave us that for Wanda Maximoff. And was... uh, I felt like watching this, I watched the origin story of Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Right. yeah, of this Scarlet Witch. Of the Scarlet Witch. Not one of Maximoff, mm -hmm. but the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. That's like what I felt like I just watched was the origin story of and the Scarlet Witch. I loved all the nods to all of her costumes. Yeah. Like, especially from the Halloween episode. Yeah. Yeah, the classic. Even the Vision was wearing classic. And then to see her actually put on a legit costume. A legit yeah. costume yeah, I really that you that. could yeah. see in a movie. And then it just kind of like well, formed really, around her. That was really, really yeah. cool. I don't know if I'm the only one that this, this happened to, but it, when when the director, Tyler Hay Hayward or whatever, he was uh, talking to the FBI agent from Ant-Man and uh, Darcy. And he's, he's referring to Wanda and he says, well, you know, with that snappy nickname or code name or whatever that she has. And they're like, no, she's just been called Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. And... That threw me, because I think for so long, to me, I know who she is, so therefore mm -hmm. that's the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And I'm just assuming that it had always been as such, and... It wasn't. And they've never This really... whole show was basically them saying, yeah. like, we're going to fix that now. Yeah. We're going to actually say her name, we're going to give it some huge weight. Uh, we're going to show you that what Fox couldn't do for the Dark Phoenix in two different movies, we can do in a single miniseries on... A streaming platform and to uh to wrap up just part of it uh one of those theories i had discussed with a friend of ours was when uh quicksilver showed up yeah. oh yeah alternate reality quicksilver and all of a sudden you know he's like him and others i talked to are like man this is great this means that they're tied together now this means that they're gonna have mutants in there and i'm like i was, I was like 
hold on. I said, I don't think so. And he's like, why? I'm like, okay, think about what you know about the show so far. Every time you think you know what's going on and they show you point blank what it is, it's not what it is. It's like a huge magic trick. You know, the closer ah, you look, the less yeah, you see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and, and, then, and then turns out, hey, guess what? <laughs> it, it was put out there as like bait in front of you, you know. Um, but and also, sometimes I was uh, telling my wife about what I noticed during the show, especially with him, when he made that uh, comment about uh, her husband. It's like, oh, that's okay. And it's not like he can die twice, mm-hmm. you know. And then, you know, of course, he got blasted by Wanda when that happened. And I told her, I said, yeah, he's definitely not part of it. She goes, well, how do you know that? I said, because everybody that's not part of it has the outside knowledge, you know. And because that's what happened with uh, Rambo, you know. Right. She brought up, you know, what she happened. She came in from the outside. She started remembering outside knowledge. Right, and then she got sent out, <laughs> you know. So I thought it was kind of cool how those, uh, those theories and stuff were started unraveling. And, and then it's like, yeah, it's not really what we thought. <laughs> you know, it's like as much as everyone would love for that to happen... It went a different route with it. So well, that means when they finally get around to doing it, though, it's like, oh man, yeah. watch out. Yeah. Which actually brings me to the next topic here: tie-ins with MCU. So let's go around here and let's see what you what you think or how you think that this show is really going to tie into not only uh, tied into the existing what's already happened, but also into future installments. Maybe even some that we haven't seen yet. You know, how do you think it could branch out into ones that are not even announced? Like, where could they take it from here? Well, personally, I like the tie-in with Kat Denning's character to the Thor series. And I know Thor Love and Thunder's coming up. And I'm looking forward to seeing how, seeing if she shows back up in that series. Bring back Darcy! Yes. Yeah, I love Darcy. There needs to Everyone be more Darcy. Loves Darcy. We didn't even get to see her. She crashed into that thing, and then it was like, uh, that was just it. get out, just get out and walk around yeah, for a we second. We were disappointed just with like the lack of the lack of cat in that episode. Especially wearing she had that one like line in that wearing that that. I was outfit. glad that they at least sh- showed her back in the show. I love. Show. I love how she because came back. She yeah. just completely disappeared after her vision flies out She's of her been car. In well, traffic I mean, this whole time. In a, in a span of time, he phases out of the car and he flies. Yeah. He should be pretty. And fast. he just barely showed up in time for the fight. Right. So. She's just driving a an ice cream truck or something. Well, well, a Humvee ice cream, whatever you want to call it, a circus thing. <laughs> you know, a I, circus thing. And I hitting Humvee. every red light. Yeah, and yeah. she was being told not to get there. So I mean, <laughs> like waiting for small children sense. across. Nobody says it does make sense. There's probably like a right. mother duck and some ducklings. I would have been really sad if she didn't show up at all in this episode. In oh, this yeah. last episode. Oh no, I'm, I'm pretty sure ha- she's I mean, there. I think she's gonna. She's been in so many in enough movies. And this show, they had to wrap up. I want her and the But FBI I do think that they are setting her, her character show. up for more exposure through the MCU well, than just PhD the Thor now? series, too. So you can do it. What was the question? Uh, Tie-ins. <laughs> where do you see this going? Oh, okay. Let's see. Where do you see it going? Where to begin? Before I begin, though, I would like to say that there's one part I I don't quite like maybe or i don't understand why this didn't go this other way is when the white vision is crushing wanda's head right 
it's just a skull. Why doesn't it just smush? Like he's <laughs> he's the vision, you know. What? Yeah, there's no red swirly stuff around her. She's head. not. Yeah, she's not resisting it with magic. She's I, resisting it with her skull. I I don't understand. <laughs> I understood it as he was like watching her reaction because he said something about her not being as powerful. Yeah, as yeah. It almost seemed disappointed, but we know it wasn't disappointment because he's not emotional robot i he was curious he was curious he was curious exactly. to the he, calculation he was going very slow yeah he i think you're right thank you the result of his like thank you that that fixes it crusher. in well, my mind it's he's mind cannon adding it up to 42 yes i also understood it though as the scarlet witch is what lived within her and so as kind of like um un, uh what's it called um in your unconsciousness you know like she's so conscious. Yeah. yeah, she's not. She wasn't fully aware of her capabilities, but it's there. It's aware, but she's not aware of it. So I kind of understood it as like a protective mechanism, you know. Um, like for instance, when she was having her grief, yeah, she was having uh, that. It activated, you know. She didn't realize what she was doing, you know. It activated and created this whole reality because of her grief. But it's always it's like defense well, in that instant, what you say to to actually back that up is what stopped the real vision from crushing her head vision vision yeah but vision was just an extension of her power so she did use her power to stop vision well i think he was had autonomy i don't think she she controlled as long as she gave him autonomy he had autonomy but like a character like that very well i like laura's explanation best (laughs) The uh, equation like he's he's just curious what's like what's you know happen? what's gonna happen i think the curious well, it, robot sounds like a good children's it story felt kind of like he was <laughs> trying to draw out the power that's like that's the subtitle it felt kind of like he was trying to draw out the power that he expected to be there and he felt like by putting her in mortal danger she would actually show what she had and she wasn't yeah so he's like Come on, wake up. Or more. maybe the writers forgot about that part. I, I'm going to go with <laughs> he's testing the limits because he wants yeah, to know what he's dealing with. with. That vision that it's a mathematical yeah. Um, okay, so that's out of the way. So what was the question? <laughs> Where do you see this tying in? Okay, the future? so I think White Vision's going to be the ongoing vision of uh, the MCU. I think he's going to be very much like the White Vision in the comics where he's not emotional. He's more like a uh, data, an android. Uh, but he does have all those memories, and he is vision in that way. And uh, I think there might be some like thoughts about what makes someone who they are. Is it just their memories? And if that's true, then vision is vision. Or is well, it just their body? They even have that conversation. His soul, can, his spark, his uh, mind stone. That's a part of it. They can bring someone back and sort of like rework that story because of Gamora, like the second Gamora. Well, that was an alternate, alternate. Uh, timeline. Right, Gamora. but she—you get the sense that like she is going to end up in the same sort of situation with Star Lord. Like, so we know that like characters that come in without any—that I, mean, yeah. I feel like it was implied, but we know that characters that come in without any sort of backstory like can end up in the same trajectory. Or we hope that they're in the same trajectory, and we wait to see what they're going to do to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I uh, would say that, that you're too. right, at least on White Vision for, and I don't know, should we call him that? Should he have like a separate name? Is there like a? That's what he is. Well, it's just Vision. I get it, like Slate Vision. 
Well, I mean, Could isn't he called White Vision in the? I don't know. This is like Gandalf the Gray. Gandalf I feel like white. Yeah, Gandalf really the White. Up. He's Vision the White now. He's yeah. Vision the White. In the eighties, oh, when I was gosh. reading, <laughs> when I was That's reading true. Avengers, dying come back, and we had Vision the White. Um, <laughs> it. I don't remember it ever being said. It was VW just Vision. man, VW. Yeah. It was just like, that's my favorite version of well, Vision. Well, he's mm-hmm. Gandalf, he but was he's also like, Gandalf the White. He was yeah. naked Vision. Because <laughs> he had... Are we going to talk about Gandalf? He doesn't even need to wear clothes. He's a robot. <laughs> he yeah. White is better than naked. He had... No, he was white when he was naked. So well, that's like he data. He had toes. He didn't have boot feet. He had toe feet. Yeah. He had... Check the only feet. lines you could discern on him, he didn't have any more lines about like a cowl on his head. Uh, it just looked like he was wearing a cape and maybe some britches. That was it. Um, but he that had toe feet. He didn't have boot feet. It was just a, it was an interesting thing because it was like he's a synthesoid. He's an enti- there is nothing on him that should be intimidating to anyone as far as like oh you can't walk around like that. So, I mean it was just <laughs> yeah he should be smooth down, down there. To, yeah it was stripped down to its base nature and it was given. To you as this mathematical character, basic vision, yeah, basically, basic basically a mannequin. Programming. It yeah. was really, it was really neat though back then you because had, like when you would expect him to react <laughs> to certain things, he didn't. So I think that they will go on that path for a moment. Yeah. But I think that what you're going to see is that it comes. Well, back. I hope they get back <laughs> together again. It's going to come back to color, and he's <laughs> now. That's, I'd be more scared of anything else there. in the history of their. <laughs> their characters in comics actually come to be. One of the things in this, like at the very end, that uh, I really liked was when Vision was about to like leave the world. Um, not the real Vision or the white Vision, the white, uh, but the Vision uh, that wanted to create it. He was talking. Yeah, he was talking about like how because uh, he has all these memories, you know that. He's the soul. Yeah. Well, he. He was once a disembodied voice, and then, you know, he became, uh, yeah, vision. And then, like, I wonder what I'm going to be next, you know? And that was, like, I really like that, like, He's basically uh, saying, like, I am Wonder Man, but I will never be taken <laughs> seriously in a movie, so I have to be Vision. Yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, that Vision has some of the best lines uh, in this show. He has show. the best lines. Oh, yeah. Sitting with her... Uh, in the memory mm-hmm. when he oh, first yeah. talks to her about grief yeah. that that's love continuing to live yeah. that that's what grief is that. that was a beautiful line um, and what he says to her at the end uh, about still being there like the, the whole thought uh, we've said goodbye before which means we'll probably say hello again yeah. uh, everything about him was precise and to the point it wasn't methodical it wasn't an android's brain waves it was pure humanity. I also really liked his really, really white teeth. <laughs> well. And when he smiled, it just lit up the room. I think when your skin is maroonish purple, <laughs> it's always going to make your teeth look really white. But I would assume that it's really going to tie into Doctor Strange. Though. Well, I mean, that's what they've said. Uh, Wanda is definitely getting into that. And Doctor oh, Strange yeah. is definitely going to want to do something about the Wanda situation. Yeah, well, because uh, right. that's a danger. That's that's dangerous. Uh, she has like the dark hold. She has like the power of some like uh, ancient like Cthulhu like god. Um, like uh, it's supposed to. Yeah, well, it's. I guess also goes back to talking about that though with Doctor Strange is that it's not like Wanda just showed up. She's been around. 
She's had these abilities mm-hmm. that apparently have always been a hex. I didn't know she was a Scarlet Witch, though. But she, apparently she's always used magic, though. Okay. So that kind of brings the point of Doctor Strange of, all right, do you not know anything about the Scarlet Witch? Is that not in your books? I think the Dark Hole... Well, I think that there's a combination of factors for her. I do think that she has power from the stone. Just like her brother had power from the stone. Um, but she also has a proficiency. She is a potential witch. Well, from my understanding from watching that episode, you know, her powers activated with the dud, right? Yeah. You know, she had those powers. But my understanding was the Mind Stone basically just yeah. unlocked the potential even more is what it did. Like, Kept it from becoming dormant. Yeah, that, that's Because for... she said it would go dormant. Like most people like her, prodigies like her... Potential vessels for this, I guess, if we're describing it as an alternate entity, um, basically just a well of potential, this scarlet energy. Most of them went dormant. They just became duds. But she said in that moment, whenever the stone attached to her, that's when it really solidified. Yeah. Isn't Wanda the one that ended up helping Rachel in a future timeline in the comics? Learn to harness the Phoenix Force because it's similar but in the uncanny, competing. It was yeah. There's, I think that was the Uncanny Avengers. But well, we're going go into that, a multiverse. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole though. Like <laughs> you're, I can see everybody's faces glazing over because John and I are debating white vision. White, the rabbit hole of Uncanny Avengers. My wife's on freaking Amazon right now. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. Dude, like, the longer this goes, the more expensive it's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm buying right now, Danny. It's worth to 150 <laughs> If it comes one at a time, this was only four bucks. Oh, that's great. Good savings. I got 20 <laughs> Well, so like we already, based on rumors going on to like the <laughs> the next Spider-Man movie, like we, you know, the rumors of there being like Spider-Verse going on. I feel like, oh yeah, oh mm, no way home. Yeah, maybe Wanda's messing with reality has essentially broke, you know, the barrier, the veil between this, you know, dim, this this dimension and all the other different you know universes. Or what well, she may do with the Dark She Barry Allen it. She may do it in the future with that book because she hears the cries of the children. Mm-hmm. What she did here, it doesn't seem like she really should. Because well, so, Ralph Boner really threw <laughs> a wrench in that plan when he became Ralph Boner. Yeah. Well, I mean... Boner. True. <laughs> now, I was, but also, the fact that her... The, the barrier she was creating with the hexagon was able to rewrite people's dna it was so i also feel like maybe again going into when she started expanding it my thought process was is she going to expand this across the entire globe all throughout all the realms and that's how we get the mutants basically she forces them i don't think that that's what happened this time but i do think that that book she's reading in split personality format is 
interesting. That was Actually, really cool. It's I time like efficient. Having multiple bodies. Yeah. If I could that do that, cool. you know how many books I could Dude, read in a day? You know? Relax and study at the same time? But if that you, is sort you of You make like a good a... point, though, uh, with the Darkhold, because in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Darkhold was mm-hmm. in there, and it did lead to an alternate dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it actually did create that act as part of the well, actually the first part of that season is what it was the dark hold with Ghost Rider. Was that know? the same? And then we have to worry about the Ghost Rider because if Mephisto that was where exists, Ada came in. So does, was that the same yeah, book? Just Ghost Rider. No. See, Ada was the one who read the uh, dark hold because the Doctor knew yeah. better than to read it. As a synthesoid, she was able to read it. Without. She was not a synthesoid. Hey, who was synthetic human? She yeah. wasn't a synthetic human. She was a life model decoy. So, anyways, my whole point is that going back to that, you know, that's a very good possibility with the dark hold and play again. So, it's very good. I feel like we worked together on that one. You want to <laughs> we collaborated. We made it. <laughs> well, and I don't know if that's a if that's a. It reminded me of Doctor Manhattan from Watchmen. Oh yeah. Which, if that is the connection or implication or whatever, then. That means that her power is... Dr. Manhattan was a god. He was like... He was yes. untouchable. He even went to Mars and was like... You know, I don't even... I can't even relate to your planet anymore. Like, that's how well, far removed he was from humanity. Maybe they're implying that the thing that's going to keep her connected is her children. And Agatha that the did that say she that she's a planet-destroying power. Yeah. Well, it's prophesized to do yeah, that. She's chaos. You know what else is a planet-destroying power? I'm not going down that rabbit hole. So <laughs> that's for later. <laughs> that's for later. Do so you think this could potentially lead into a house of but, in there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, me personally, um, you know, with the tie-ins to MCU, uh, I don't know. It's uh, the obvious ones there. The Doctor Strange, obvious connection there. It's going to tie into him somehow, some way. Um, but I, maybe she will destroy the world. But I think that we're all not looking at it quite the right angle. The way that Kevin Feige usually does things on all the brilliant writers that they have. John McClay being a principal one of them. Um, I knew this. They will have her destroy the world, but it'll be like some dark world. Or like a dark alternate reality that needs to be destroyed. It'll be something heroic in the end anyway. So, you mean kind of like a Andrew dark Garfield multiverse? Spider-Man yes. Or like a multiverse of madness? Yes. Or like one of the multiverses that existed before they returned the Time Stone back to the ancient She one. destroyed the Foxverse oh, with her power. <laughs> it's, it's like our minds are connected. She was oh, in was Days thinking. of Future Past as a small girl. She got really mad that they didn't allow her to have any speaking parts. And Now, one thing I am, I'm looking forward to the tie-in is the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, That looks like an awesome movie. Do you think movie. that they'll or have show. any of this in that? Is that what you're trying to say? It's going to tie in somehow, some way. Either as background. Somehow. Know. Or what if they're all happening in, in tandem? Like, mm-hmm. and this is the story of each and every single one of these characters just after that movie you just watched. Well, so, like, Loki just disappeared. Falcon and Winter Soldier just walked away with the shield and have a staring contest. Well, well, if you remember, the origin movies were all tied together by the end credits of... Nick Fury trying to gather the Avengers. So now we've got the the scroll, like maybe the scroll at the end of 
kept whatever it's called. Whatever well, here. Thing. You know me, what I mean? Like the scroll's going to oh, be the so thing. so the scrolls are coming out and grabbing Right. So we're going to get the whole season one, and then there's going to be a scroll at the end, like, hey. Because we're Maybe. entering the Kree Skull War. Right. My, my point. It's like an origin show. His, Tony's face just changed. <laughs> okay. Just so it's you like guys know. So Operation Galactic Storm could happen. Bring back Iron Man. We need him. And Doctor Doom. So we my need point him too. I was making with that. That's what I'm looking at right now. If you look at the trailer for Winter Soldier, okay. I like to pronounce it Winter. Nemo, right? <laughs> yeah. Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, if you look at the trailer of it, he mentions that you know they're all supers, basically, right? Now think about it. what just friggin' happened in Westview. That's going to be made news all over the place. And who just got away? Exactly. She just walked so, away. I think that's going to play a great tie-in into the next series of what's going to be happening. At least to mention, and Baron Zemo being as um, as much of a DB as he is. He's kind of got a point. Well, <laughs> the other thing, too, is the way they have these, they're released in this order for a specific reason. There's mm-hmm. a reason why that this one's released before well, this. And why they so, were away from released. <laughs> By Odin's beard, let's see some Hiddleston people. Do we need to have like a, a Loki premiere like, get together too? <laughs> we need to have the entire thing released at once. One yeah. six hour movie for us to watch. Why don't you petition Mr. Disney over here for that? Yeah. John, please, Mr. I'm Mr. on the committee. I'm not the committee <laughs> itself. All right. Mr. Feige, um, I will take a week off of work. <laughs> just to watch all of the stuff that was supposed to come out last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's get Scarlet Witch uh, or, uh, Black Widow going here. Scarlet Johansson. The uh, next one. Let's go ahead and we do. To watch that. Let's go Good around and why don't you tell us what your favorite episode was? My favorite episode was definitely the Magic Tricks, the Magic Show. Number two. Because. Number two. I, I really, like I say, I called back to Bewitched. I ended up going back and full nostalgia binging Bewitched again. Yeah. Because of this show. And it just took me back to my childhood. And the idea that magic could actually be real. And they're just hiding the fact that it's real with illusions. So the illusions are actually just protecting us from the idea that the magic is real. Man, yeah. you just mirrored a mirror with a cell phone mirror. Like, that was really cool how you warped yeah, that. It, it's just mirrors. It's all flash. I don't think that's how mirrors it's work. Like, no, it's, it's like magic. It's all photography. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Glenn? Um, I don't know if I, if I have a favorite episode. Um, I like moments across the whole series. Like, I like... I like a lot of stuff in that magic episode, uh, a lot of character development, like with Vision getting you know drunk in quotation marks, yeah, the gum. We'll get to that one. In gum, really gumming up his system. <laughs> we'll get to that one in a moment. <laughs> and uh, you know, a lot, of, most of it having to do with Vision. Like I could probably build like you know thirty minutes worth of content out of the six hours with just you, Vision's. You already did stuff. It's called four two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of good uh, stuff. <laughs> that he did with that but as far as one episode um i did kind of like that i don't go with you dan i i i like that one the best yeah, uh okay. mostly because it's just different from every other thing i've seen from mcu and it's refreshing because of it what were you two 
Um, I really liked... We're probably going to have separate opinions. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I really liked the um, Breaking the Fourth Wall episode. I love when they break the fourth wall. Um, I love the throwback to Modern Family. I also liked, for the total opposite reason, I like Wanda. Um, I like that pretty much anything having to do with her. But for this one, I really enjoyed... Mr. Vision, Ms. Wanda. That this is the one that you saw her start to unravel. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the one where she was sort of like, I just need a personal day. Mommy just needs a day, okay? <laughs> Mommy like, needs to beat up the bad bit. guy without ever putting on any clothes, okay? <laughs> I am staying in my pajama pants and my hoodie, the ice cream stain on it, while I kick the bad guy's butt. Like, she just needs a day. And she doesn't understand why everything's unraveling, why she can't fix the fact that the cereal keeps she changing. She never changes like, again from that episode. Yeah. But that's that's when you see her start to lose control. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the way that they handled that. I, uh, I do have to say that I was correct before. We're going to have a little bit of a difference of opinion. Not, not super different. I do like that she unraveled there um, and never changed her clothes again until she put herself back together. Uh, she sorted herself Even out. then she was wearing the same clothes as when she... Before she even rebuilt anything. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's it's actually been over a week. It's been two weeks since she changed clothes. Like, just take a shower at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, magic washes the bad away. But Fair enough. I'd have to say my favorite. Oh, she doesn't ever have to take a shower. She could just magic all the dirt away. She's pressed the digitation. She always yeah. smells, she oh. smells like scarlets and daisies. Hashtag best Could she just manifest food she in her belly? She never has to worry about her hair taking forever. She never has to Good eat. Lord, it's only when it's my turn. That <laughs> 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 Is it really? I guess I pose these questions and people need to answer them. You inspire thought, Tony. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and you have thought. It's yeah. like we're a dynamic Yeah, it duo. works Works well. <laughs> um, Compliments. I'd have to say if I had a specific episode that was going to be my favorite, it would have to be the Stroll Through Memory Lane episode. Um, oh. Agatha taking her throughout her past, um, seeing things put in perspective in that way and of course the fact that we got our first real end credit mm. scene there mm-hmm. where it was the vision um, that I wanted that I'm used to uh, that that's gotta be what even even seeing him in full action which was really freaking awesome I was really happy that vision finally got to shine and he got to shine so much he shined twice as two of himself fighting himself um, that was awesome. That's the best cameo. <laughs> the, best the best cameo. <laughs> but ultimately, just the allusion to it and the sequence of events put in order. I love things put in a timeline. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll agree with you. That was a really good episode. That's my second favorite. <laughs> and, and I'll agree with you. Um, I liked watching her have a breakdown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Well, one thing that I... Not sure anyone's brought up at this point. Um, I really like Monica Rambeau. Like mm. I thought she was really cool, and and I'm I'm not familiar with the comics, so I have to ask: Did we just watch her origin story? Yes, you watched her MCU origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but she's, I just she's Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel, the second slash Spectrum is her name. Her yeah. character was in the Captain Marvel movie as a little kid. Yeah, she was yeah. a little girl. I really liked how they did that, though, with her fighting her way through. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was she a really forced cool the scene. change upon herself. And, and she had to relive all those moments. Yeah, and I think the one of the moments that just really struck me is like the first time her eyes glowed. I was yes. like, yes. 
<laughs> this is what I needed. This is what I didn't know I needed. Yes. So, anyway, just... And it did answer a very important question, which is, yes, Scarlet Witch can create superheroes. Yes, yeah. right? Which was point, a really yeah. fascinating. Well, just like... Or the radiation she uses. She's got like God. Using, we already talked about that she magics away the film. She's that was right, but thinking. she does radiate people and change their cells and stuff, but not on purpose. Well, oh, the barrier, which so created the barrier. But she didn't, she didn't, okay, fair enough. But she didn't create, Captain Marvel wasn't created by her on purpose. Well, no, honestly, if you want to put it in real perspective, the leftover remnant energy from the Mind Stone yes. mixed with... The leftover remnant radiation poisoning that Monica Rambo had from a completely different Infinity Stone. Mm -hmm. Because we all know that Captain Marvel was not created by the Mind Stone. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking at two different Infinity Stones created yeah. and they're those remnants or the resonance of that within these two characters is having an effect on both of them. Uh, more so on Monica Rambeau, who was subjected to being around Carol Danvers' radiation. And we know her and mom died from cancer. Her mom died from cancer. So then we have to subject ourselves to the Dr. Manhattan mm -hmm. thought of, did that close proximity, did Captain Marvel give her that cancer? And now we can see that Spectrum being born origin story-wise uh, definitely was affected by something beyond just Scarlet Witch. Yeah, because no one else, like, exactly. you know. Exactly. It was yeah, her specifically. We don't see Darcy Lewis growing wings. I would Although, watch that. I would watch yes. that. I would watch that. I would watch we, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anything. What about you, Quinn? I like the Halloween episode. Oh, yeah. I've always, I've always been a fan Ooh, that of, one like, was creepy. seasonally Ooh. specific episodes in sitcoms. Mm. Um, the uh, trip down memory lane was also another episode I really enjoyed because... I feel at that point it put weight behind the, like a lot of things mm -hmm. that like drove her like okay so she just wasn't all talk about why she hated Tony Stark like you actually got to see from her perspective yeah, it was a normal family night and then a bomb with his name fell on literally on their heads a normal family well, night while they were watching the sitcom yeah yeah, yeah. well so in the course Halloween, he cleaned up the issue yeah by dropping a, a, a normal family I mean, night during a war dropped himself hey. as a bomb on those people who were using those bombs illegally. That's how the MCU started. I'm just saying. We like Iron Man. This yeah, is mean, not no, against no, 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 Tony no. cleaned it up. No, no <laughs> one's out to cancel Iron Man. We, nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> but, he canceled himself. Uh, okay? There's a stark difference. Oh, wow. <laughs> he canceled Let's himself. Iron this out. No, he's taking uh, a break. Those are two uh, great no, The Halloween, I will say the Halloween episode where they're like, they're like oh, stuck. Yeah. On the edge oh, of town, oh, where she that, can't maintain control. Oh, yeah, she, oh, she that crying. Was so yeah, creepy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah the one tear while she's oh, like but stuck in this one tier, group. Well, I'm thinking about his visions. One tear. Yeah. He was a real man. Do you remember when he was a little boy? The little pictures of him growing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was in the opening to like it was like a Family Ties oh, like. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The opening the song computer. or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So my, uh, I'd say my favorite episode was the last episode. Yeah. Finally, it's over. Now I can credit roll. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, the reason why is because it had one of my favorite moments of the entire series, which I'll get to in just a minute. So that brings me to the next part. So let's go ahead and go around and let's go and give your overall, you know, uh, in 
impressions of the whole entire series, your favorite moment, and then go ahead and give us your rating. Out of... What's the rating? Yeah, wait. It's on a scale of one to five. One to five what? Whatever you Visions. want to make it. Pizzas. Mindstones. Mindstones. All right. Mind. We've established this in advance. Okay. <laughs> Roots. One through five. <laughs> Mindstones. Give your overall, your favorite moment, and then your rating. Favorite moment? Huh. Uh, I think my favorite moment was actually when Vision first unlocked uh, his co-worker's mind. Mm-hmm. Norm. Yeah. Norm. And realize that something is very wrong here. Not normal. <laughs> Heavy normal. normal. I just put that together. That, <laughs> that for me, set up his, um, uh, what's it called? Agency. Yeah, I like that too. It, it showed that he was not just a projection of Wanda there. And I think as far as overall for the show, I'm going to give it, uh... How many mines down today? 4.8, because that was kept part of it. You can do that, because he shattered that joker. There's a chip off that one It's a shard. (laughs) We're going to have to find it in the next campaign, y'all. But it's a shard. (laughs) Imagine those who breathed in that dust. (laughs) Thanos pulled it out of Vision's head. Wanda kept a little. (laughs) <laughs> Spoiler, it's in a sword. Alright, uh, my favorite moment was uh, when Vision died, uh, basically. Mm. I thought that was like, you know, I thought that the love that they had shared, <laughs> that was, uh, I thought that it was really good. Uh, I like, thought it was sweet. Like a good, good yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy that he had died, yeah. but it was my favorite moment. Um, and I liked, I liked his thoughts about like you know, uh, you know, basically like uh, ceasing to exist and you know looking forward to whatever's next. You know, yeah. I thought that that was a nice sentiment. Um, uh, I think I will give it a four soul stones. But not mindstones. No mindstones. No mindstones. Oh, wait, how does this? Wait, how does this? What's the comparison between a mindstone and a soul? They're the same. Soul stones. <laughs> okay. Uh, mind. I don't know. It's it's. Soul stones are harder to get though. Soul stones for the feels, right? Yeah, I mean, for he the had feels. to sacrifice four go. people for four yeah. stones. Yeah, he killed oh. at least four of us. Just Vision was one of them. But I, I, you know, I <laughs> pretty much knew that was going to happen because, like as you say, I helped write it. But it was. <laughs> He admitted it here. Yeah, it was very, very, very emotionally, uh, like, touching. Um, You know, like, uh, and I I really like Vision's approach towards his life. And I think that things could be learned from that, you know. And that's it. Uh, Four four soul stones and now it's you okay remind me overall and then favorite moment and then rating mm-hmm. okay overall um i really really liked the show i started out not really liking it but by episode three or four i was i really enjoyed the way that they handled it um i think if i would actually started out knowing that that's what they were going to do i would have liked it better but it was just i think a lot of people did think that it was just gonna be sitcoms every episode yeah i just didn't I didn't know um thing i really enjoyed and i really enjoyed the way that they were very meta about it like Kat Dennings was always like, I'm a huge fan. 
Like, <laughs> did you see the latest episode? It was almost like what we were doing. Like she they recast Pedro? Yeah, she was re- yeah mm. exactly. She was mirroring like our responses. Um, my favorite moment overall, um, I really, there's so many wow moments, but I really enjoyed the moment when her, she and Vision realized that they couldn't continue, that all the people were going to be saved, but not them. And they, they both look at each other kind of the same moment and say, like, but not for us. Mm. And, like, they know that's, she went from being the sort of confused, not antagonist even, but just, like, sort of confused anti-hero to being, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, what what we stand for. Choosing to be lost. Yeah, and, she and she's going to sacrifice, and Vision, too, willingly sacrificing their own happiness for all these people. That was my favorite moment, I think. Um, four point uh, five. That's a nice round number. <laughs> Whichever stone is higher, that's the one I'm gonna go with. <laughs> power stone. Power stone. Okay, four point uh, five power stones. <laughs> we're all gonna we're gonna have an infinity gauntlet. Yes. This, I swear to you. Multiple infinity gauntlets. <laughs> at, at least four point fractions. Uh, well, so far, we got three different stones. We all end this this episode by snapping. Yes. There you go. Oh, you okay. just I don't know how to snap. Now it's over. Where did everybody go? Oh, no. I don't feel so good. Really? <laughs> Is that you, Billy? Oh, oh, oh. oh, no. Oh, I don't want to go. Kid. I liked you. Uh, oh, well, okay. Just don't breathe them in. <laughs> All right, all right. All right. Uh, overall, I love this show. I love the beginning of it. I love the transitions of it. I, I, Elizabeth Olsen is just beautiful in a classic sense when she was doing the black and white stuff. Oh. That really rang through. Um, and, of course, you know, there's a lot of compelling stuff here and there between all the stuff. So it's really hard to say like, oh, I really enjoyed that or that's my favorite. Obviously, when you get to a finale, you're going to see some of the more epic moments. Um, Vision clashing with Vision. Um, Scarlet Witch. Double Vision. <laughs> Double Vision. Well, when you look back with 2020, honey, it was just one after all. Uh, but, 2021, okay. Oh, that's right. 2021. So, but then, wa- like I think watching Scarlet Witch fight with Agatha Harkness, but she did it in a methodical, hmm. intelligent approach, and even threw Agatha off by never looking like she was taking it seriously by putting on a super suit, she just did it in her pajamas. Um, and she threw a car at her. She threw a car at her. We had the we had the Wizard of Oz reference moment yeah. there with the boots underneath the car. That was really neat. Uh, obviously, because the witches, wicked witches, um, witches be witches. But honestly, when when Scarlet Witch was just hanging there, uh, and that's when Agatha realized that she was completely ruined, magic ruined, and she was marooned, as it were. Um, <laughs> And the visage of Wanda went yeah. from completely emaciated and almost dead with that evil mm-hmm. glare to this soul crown, uh, which, you know, it's just a headpiece for me growing up, but now it's like this soul crown that she has of energy um, coming out. And then that moment of the shine 
and then she's wearing the costume. Like that was one of the most epic costume changes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And introduction. Oh, costume reveals. Yeah. You know? Like it was yeah. revealing a costume. It was giving us something we really wanted. Oh, y'all couldn't tell, but I was like gripping his knee. I was like, <laughs> she oh my was gosh. digging it. She, she was digging it, but it was just like the crown thing showing up and it wasn't even material yet. So, um, it, that was just an epic moment. The actual reveal of a full Scarlet Witch was great. And I'm going to give it. Four point nine three two five. Very specific. Uh, maybe a four two. I'll give it a four point two. Four two. Um, vision memory fragments. Oh wow! No 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 stone. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give it four point two. Uh, reality stones. So we got a mind, a soul. A reality and, power. and a power. power. So it's all very fluid right now. It's time only... is one, right? Can I do time? Timey wimey is one. I'll do the timey wimey one. But then that leaves him with a glove. Now you get space. 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 Oh, you get the glove. And the oh, no! the <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, of course, of course, uh, Scott gets the glove. Scott is the glove. We are the stones. We are the he stones. Is the, he's got a red, yellow wow. shirt on. Oh, this is getting boy. deep. This yeah. is super deep. <laughs> the universe knew that this was going to happen. <laughs> I got to be the, re- the red one at least. Next. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I... So rating, I guess, um, I would give it probably like a 4.5. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, there was a lot of it that time was just... Stones. Yeah, time stones. We're doing time stones. <laughs> <laughs> for the... For, I feel like for obvious reasons, because the whole time is... Of the essence. Of the essence. Time is the whole thing. <laughs> it's episode by episode, it's decades, and then, like, yeah. it's all about... He's dead. She, he's a memory. It's all about her memories of him. And also, like, I don't know. Okay, so there's so much about the show that is very compelling. and But one of the things that I found really fascinating that some of you have pointed out already was Vision is that he, like, what exactly is he? He mm-hmm. is a memory, but he's more than a memory. He is sentient. He can think for himself outside of what she assigns to him. Mm-hmm. There is that question posed at some point, and I don't remember exactly what he says, and he, I think he sort of implies this, like, you know, well, you can't control me sort of um, yeah. question and she's like well can't i he was also a different color energy too if you notice that mm-hmm. when he when he was created out yeah. of it he was yeah. a it was he like was an the, amber color yeah, he had that mind stone energy yeah which yeah. really kind of set the tone of like he is separate from everything else yeah. like he's a part of it but he's also separate at the same time mm-hmm. but one of the things that i found really fascinating about that as well in the final episode was of course the vision facing vision i'm Double vision. There was so many. There was so much vision on vision. Dimension to that, because um, part <laughs> of it is like you, you know, at this point he knows he can't survive this. Like once this is gone, he's he's gone, and he knows that. But also, like he's looking at this iteration mm. of himself, and he's like, okay, you're not quite me, and but you're not quite vision, and I'm not quite vision, so. Like, Let's talk about ships. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, the callback yeah. to Ultron. Yeah. To the Age of Ultron, when he just stands in the woods and talks to Ultron, 
as the way to finish that storyline. Mm-hmm. Go- going back to that, I just realized I'm heavily surprised that he didn't take off Wanda's head when he tackled the other Vision who was holding her head. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how they were going to end the show. <laughs> yeah, this is not the boys. Been, yeah, that would have been the boys. That would have been there the first episode. That would be like that video I showed you the other day where it's like, ah! <laughs> the kid screams. That, that would have been in the boys. That would have just been an instantaneous yeah. death. And you'd have been like, oh, that wasn't even the main character. Yeah. Watched no, no. Then we would have been watching <laughs> the sons, the two boys. Huh? Yeah. They're deep. And it would have been about the boys. Right? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Anyway, we hijacked your story about this. I do like that. We're talking about vision reminding me of that scene. Like the... uh... So you gave it 4.5 time stones? Yeah. That's good. Because I... Yeah, there was a lot that I liked about it. I mean, like, one of the least compelling things to me about the show was the main villain. Like, I mean, she's fine. But, like, that... Okay, some witch shows up out of nowhere and, you know, okay... That gives her something to face off against, which is what I liked the most about her. But, like, I, I think what was really compelling to me about the show was, of course, the character development. You're seeing so much more of Wanda and of Vision, or this whatever this iteration of Vision is. And um, you get to see, you know, the grief and it's the love and the, the loss. And it's... But, you know... Um, Going back to Vision and Vision versus Vision, it was like this moment of, it was it was Vision split in two. It was like, it was on one side mm-hmm. you have like, you have his mind, you have his intellect, and on the other side you have his soul. This is his love, his pain, and all of that. And you have that moment of him unlocking his own memory. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and because he knows at this point that he's not going to survive, there's this implication that he's, this is what he's leaving behind. This is the version of himself that he is leaving behind. And mm. so... Saying goodbye to himself. Yes, he is, he's saying or goodbye to himself. saving but himself. Also, he is saving himself. But not only that, episode. he says farewell to Wanda, but mm-hmm. he says we will, you know, we will say hello again. He because he has left that and version of like himself. It's like when Nimoy does, like, remember to... To bones, and he like puts his. But dude, deeper than that, because if we swim down just a little search bit further, for vision. he's telling himself it's okay to feel these feelings. He's telling because even him, out of everything that happened to him, that's so much weight, so much grief, so much fear, mm-hmm. and it's like his his soul, his feelings, his memories has to reach out and say. It's okay to feel. Right. It's okay to let this happen to you. And then he has to fly away because he's like, I can't take all the feelings. Yeah, I, um, I do think well, that like that is his soul, though. Like, what would you it's tell your soul. future self? What? This is like him talking to his self in the past where he, like, what he, who he used to be. Well, he, he, like, so, like, he's made up of different parts. There's Vision Machine, the, the uh, robot brain. Uh, there's Vision. The there was algorithms of... The algorithms of... Brain, yeah. Of... Bruce Banner's brain, uh, mm-hmm. the programming from Ultron. Yeah. And also, like, the Mind Stone itself. So, like, the vision and that Wanda. we see in WandaVision was created from both Wanda's memories and the power of the Mind Stone, which is still a part of her. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you think of the Mind Stone as, say, Vision Soul, just she just gave vision, the real Vision Soul a body, wow. yeah. right? So that really was Vision 
but only like a part of it, like the ship analogy, right. you know, yeah. like he was the mast and sails, so, and this vision is like, you know, the, the bottom of the boat. Is, is Simon Williams getting his heyday in the MCU without anyone <laughs> show us Wonder Man? Because we know that she did that with him in the Avengers, but anyway. That's like Queen what about you, <laughs> Mr. Skywalker? I was clean shaven when we started this. <laughs> <laughs> So overall, I really enjoyed it. Like I said in the early you know, minutes of this programming, I went into it really excited because of like the retro aspect of it. Um, favorite moment? I mean, it's hard to just pick one moment. You've had um, time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. You've grown a beard. Well, let me finish before we go on another tangent for 30 minutes. Um, what you learn from this? My moment, I guess, would have been the entirety of just you know Westview like like from the outside world it's just like a normal everyday life or to them it's normal but to us the viewer it's like these people are like being tortured in a sense so like I guess that's a theme that I've always thought was very interesting you know like how, real life how something normal to one person's perspective can be dark and twisted to someone else's oh yeah so I, I guess like just the whole view of like West Westview is my favorite moment mm. um Five out of five space stamps. Space stamps. Five out of five. Somebody finally gave it a five out of five. What are you going to do with all this power, Scott? All this power, I'm going to give it one Infinity Gauntlet. There you go. Because one Infinity Gauntlet is all you need. Does that equal five? That that equals a six out of five. There you go. It's infinity. (laughs) Infinity out of infinity. infinity. What are you going to do with that power, Scott? Oh, but yes, I would give it very, very high rating. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, oh, snap. <laughs> and the, the whole entire uh, series was just done just fantastic. Like, the whole pacing from the beginning to the end is paced extremely well. Yeah. Um, you know, and of course, if you look at the, uh, the episode lengths, you know, they were kind of short at the beginning, you know, which was neat, you know, and then it kind of got longer and, as it went on into more modern day, you know, episode lengths, you know, so I thought that was really, really neat how they did that, and I really enjoyed how in each of the episodes, they really brought that feeling to it, because like I said, you know, when you watch it, it's almost as if you're watching a separate episode, and then you realize halfway through, it's like, oh, wait a minute, this is actually connected to something else, you know, I gotta pay attention, you know, because you kind of get sucked into what's going on in that own personal episode, like the Bewitched, you know, like the magic show, you're like, oh, dude, this is hilarious, and you're like, wait, Wait, what am I watching? <laughs> this isn't Bewitched, <laughs> you know? But they did a great job of just tugging on those, you know, and just making those shine. But my favorite moment out of all of it was in the last episode, which made it my favorite episode, was Vision having a conversation with himself. Mm-hmm. You know? And going through that whole analogy that they used with the ship, going back and forth with each other, it was like, Wow. I mean, it was just very well done. I mean, if you just followed it, you know, go back and watch it, and just from start to finish of that conversation, you're kind of like, dang. Like, they're finishing each other's sentences here. (laughs) Like, they're on the same wavelength as far as thought patterns go, which helped also show that, yeah, these are two of the same. You know, they are the same. They're thinking the same, and he knew it, too. He knew, hey, if I mention this, this is what I would think of. Yeah. Well, especially because it started with him saying, I am to destroy the vision. 
oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but that's you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was reminiscent me. of that scene with Captain America fighting Captain America. Because he but knew. But he can do that all day Future long. Captain America <laughs> knew what exactly what to say yeah. to, yeah. to, you know, he said the thing about Bucky. Because one of these characters yeah. knows themselves. Yes. And one of them does not. Yes. One they have the. Well, blinded and sent in. They have the half. experience of living. Yeah. I, uh, so that, that was, to me, that was yeah. my favorite uh, moment of the whole series was that right there. Um, just that whole interaction there. And it's like, whoa, I mean, they really went in depth with Vision's character. I mean, this is WandaVision. It's mostly about Wanda and what she's doing with everything. But also has but that part of Vision you say as it's well. Her vision? <laughs> it's Wanda's Well, no, vision. I'd say that that's one of the great parts about it is, is that it presented us two really strong characters. Yeah. One male, one female. And they're not in any way, shape, or form in charge of one another or anything. They're kind of like this autonomous duo but it gives you something to like attach yourself to and look at you know Jess and I watching it you know I think that she didn't start out really giving a who who the Scarlet Witch was and now I think she's very much no I liked her it irritated me that her accent was all of a sudden missing (laughs) but I didn't know enough about her to be involved they constantly bring that up and I think that they showed us why she was practicing to get out of that but and for me, I love. I've always loved Vision. I think that you'll find many of us comic book nerds that he's our hidden favorite uh, amongst the crowd. Well, I was always aware of Vision, but I never really like, you know, throughout his read his stuff, so to speak. I, well, he's had such rare stuff, but I mean, like when you see him, he's so appealing to look at. It's so sharp and different from everything else and and then he talks oh he's got him like oh wow he's looking at things from such a different lens uh, in the comic it's books it's like hanging out with john mcclay well, i, I always liked him uh, from the first moment he made her tea okay. way back whenever way back yeah way back because he was trying so hard to be human i liked it when he saved her from the age of ultron what are you saying about the, the chicken book? pepper cash? Oh, I always got Vision Fish mixed rivers. up with Red Tornado. Oh. Oh. He's a DC oh, yeah. android. Yeah. All right. Actually, I don't know what this is, but it's so, not So, thank you very much for joining us for this lovely discussion. Thank you, everybody, for coming and joining the show and discussing afterwards. Thank you, audience, for listening in on our thoughts. Be sure to give us feedback. You know, maybe we said something out of place. You know, What makes a ship a ship? <laughs> you know Your whatever the case be sure to you know, leave, us, leave it in the comments let us know there is no shit. we want to hear uh, what you think as well about this yeah. and um, so until next time you know uh, this is Saturday Night Gaming signing off she's a magical gal in a small town locale she's a hobby who's part machine